This is Lifetime Sentence, the podcast where we watch bad Lifetime original movies and compare them to the truly heinous stories that inspired them. Because sometimes the truth really is stranger than fiction. Hey, so how's it going? I'm going to pass that question back to you. Um, well, I wish Celiac would fuck right off. It's been a rough day for me. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I laid on the couch and cried most of the day. So we're good now. And then I rearranged my art room. And then I cried some more Actually, because that was overexertion. Laying on the couch and crying sounds really good right now. Listen, you can take this week because I had last week. So true story. Like I'm a failure. No one loves me. And I'm going to die alone. <laughs> um, you won't be alone. Junie will be there to eat your body when you die. Thanks. You're welcome. I'm always here for a reality check when you need it. Yeah. That didn't make me feel better. I didn't say it was supposed to. I just said a reality check. I don't think you tried very hard. Listen, I've already told you that you look incredible tonight and your hair looks amazing. And I don't know what else I'm supposed to do. There's, there's not a manual on making things right. <clears throat> I know. This is all fine. Everything is dust. I'm really depressed. You know, I know. <laughs> I know. And I just keep thinking it could always be worse. I don't know how yet. But I know there's somebody out there worse. Think about it. It's not like your traditional... Now I'm just victim blaming worse, you know, because that's always my least favorite thing when people try to make you feel better. And instead, they're just like calling out true victims of like awful situations. You're like, no, no, I don't want to feel worse for other people, too. I just want to feel bad for myself. (laughs) Like you can have a bad thing happen and understand that other bad things happen to other people. Those right. two things are not mutually exclusive. Right. And like when people try to put it in perspective for me, like, well, if you think that's bad, dot, 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 then I just feel shitty for myself and whoever is in that story that came after the dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Well, there are starving children in Africa. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that I'm not upset right now. Right. I get that. <laughs> Oh, want to talk about this fucked up story? Man, we are jumping straight into it. I guess yeah. we should start with, um, this is Lifetime Sentence, and I'm a really bad comforter. And I'm depressed. Yay! <laughs> we are rays of sunshine. <clears throat> Let me tell you. Indeed. Um, yeah. So, I'm... <laughs> pretty upset about this movie okay i know i knew when i said it out loud that this is not what the case was going to be that i was researching but i really had my hopes up that this was just a movie about tyra banks being like trapped in a store after the mall closed or like went to one of those like mirror mazes and couldn't find her way out like i just really wanted it to be tyra isn't that movie called Mannequin? I don't know. Is that a movie? Yeah. I've never... Is, is Tyra in it? Yeah. See, the only one I know of is Life Size. That she was Lindsay oh, Lohan. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of Life Size. The Disney... Because Mannequin is also a movie. But no, you're right. It's not. Oh, yeah. It's Kim Cattrall. 
Oh, yeah. Okay, I do know that one. No, Mm -hmm. the Tyra one, she is Eve, who was um, their version of Barbie. And she even has a song, Mm -hmm. Eve's great, no matter where she goes, dress her up. From her head to her toes, shine bright, shine far, don't be shy. Look, I cheered you up already. All I need to do is sing Tyra. You want to be on top? (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen Tyra try to host Dancing with the Stars? Uh Uh-huh. It's real bad. (laughs) Poor thing. So, okay. So bad. So in college, I was trying to find ways to make extra money. And I <laughs> I almost signed up for her Tyra Beauty line. Like, because for a while she had like Mary Kay ladies. And then she just yanked that out from underneath them. Um, Tyra had Mary Kay ladies? Yeah. So, and you can still get her cosmetics. I think it's called tyrabeauty.com. But for a while, you were like an independent consultant for Tyra Beauty. And I was like, I'd be real good at selling makeup. I don't know why I thought I'd be real good. I never actually went through with like doing it, but people were making some good money before she just like got rid of it. Well, A, that's an MLM. Yes. And two, no. (laughs) You could sell makeup, but you don't want to join an MLM. No. In fact, I would much rather just make soap for myself. Epilogsoaps.com. Yep. There you go. You can Venmo me at, I don't know what my Venmo is. Look it up. Uh, (laughs) Um, To cure my depression. Right. So, okay. I read about this case. Mm -hmm. And if it prepared you at all, I've devoted three pages of notes to the dark web. Just to tell you where we all we go. So I can't wait to hear about this movie. Okay. Well, this week, it sounds to me like this movie was more based on a true story than inspired by true events. Okay. Just from what we've discussed this evening so far. Oh, well, the question I asked you was only in relation to the movie. It is not in the case. Okay, 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 okay. All right, so this week I watched Trapped Model, also known as A Model Kidnapping, also known as Model Murders. They could not, through all of that, find a single good title? Nope. (laughs) And actually, there's no murders in this store in this movie because the one person that dies is already dead um like they die in the first five seconds gotcha i just like that you're like the only person who dies is already dead and i'm like well that's how dying works is at some point (laughs) (laughs) it's this movie stars lucy loken she plays grace she's also in the lifetime movie my teacher my obsession Oh, I've seen that one. It's really good. Is it? Yes. Okay. In fact, Um, I started Googling it to see if it was anywhere close to inspired by true events so we could cover it. Was it? No. Thank God, also. Thank God. But (laughs) Teed Wolf on MTV. She was in that show. And Supergirl on the CW. Really? Uh Uh-huh. 
It also stars Wes McGee. He plays Hunter. He was in The Sound of Violence and Shots Fired. Catherine Diaz, she plays Nicole. She's in The Last Thing He Wanted and The Answers. That and sounds finally, like it's a pre like that sounds like it's a series in and of itself. The last thing he wanted <laughs> was answers. So like it just yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Ugh. But finally we have Michael Uribe. I only mention him. He plays Matt, who's Grace's Is he just does he want a guest spot on the show or I don't know. Um Is he, he single? Matt, which he he plays Grace's boyfriend. Oh, I'm and, talking about your neighbor, by the way. Oh, I know. Okay. I know. I'm just ignoring that. Okay. Um, and the only reason I mention him is because he doesn't have a photo on IMDb, and it's really sad because he's really hot. All right. Who's this guy? Michael Uribe. U-R-I-B-E. Michael Ryerson Uribe. Huh. So he's... Maybe it's not the same guy. Because it's only got three things listed for him and none of these are this movie. So are there more than one Michael Uribe? Don't know. Additionally... This is him, though. This is him. But if you just go to... He's credited under Michael Uribe. Um... On IMDb, not Michael Ryerson. Right. So what I really want to know, though, is, is this him? No. Okay. Is that this him? That second picture. That's okay. him. Okay. I was like, because if it's the mugshot guy, then maybe that's why he doesn't have a picture on IMDb anymore. No. Okay. Isn't he cute? He is. He's got very striking eyes, and I kind of like his eyebrows. Yeah. He has really nice abs, too. I can't see those <laughs> in this picture. Uh, we open on a river in the forest, and oh shit, there's a girl running through the forest while a guy with no socks on chases her. Now, does he have shoes with no socks, or he's just barefooted? Yeah, dress shoes and no socks. That's uncomfortable. Mm. That's like Blister City. Yeah. he. Well, it's like a thing on The Bachelorette now. Like, none of the guys wear socks. Actually, Lydia sent me a video today of, like, all the guys not wearing socks. <laughs> yeah, well, it is a thing if you wear, like, the the pencil, uh, pencil um, that's not the word I'm looking for, but, like, the pants that kind of come down to a tighter cuff and then no socks. Tapered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you, like, leave a gap, and I'm like, this looks super uncomfortable for me. I would just feel a breeze the whole day. It's really funny. Um, anyways, the guy catches her, tackles her, and puts a needle in her neck. Um, that's not how my doctor visits usually go. Yeah. We immediately switch to a different guy taking photos in a studio. The photographer tells the model that she's not doing that great, and so they look at her portfolio. He says she's playing it too safe. He asks her if she really wants to be a model, and she's not going to make it because she won't take risks. She, he says she needs to show more skin, so she takes off her jacket. He's like, that's more like it. You do have what it takes. And I was like, gross. Additionally, her- usually when people say show more skin, I think that they mean like nude, but apparently your jean jacket's what does it. Okay. 
Well, she's wearing like a very <clears throat> tiny dress, but then he tells her, take your top off. Oh, there it is. And she's like, no. And he says, tasteful nudity makes girls super rich. Um, she takes her photo card from him and leaves while he shouts after her that he can help her go places. Like where? McDonald's drive through sir? Chill out. Like a porn audition, probably. She takes her photo card and leaves while he shouts. Oh, sorry. She goes to meet with her with some dude in a diner who's Matt, her boyfriend. He tries to convince her to go to school with him instead of try to be a model. She tells her sob story about how she used to be ugly and now she's hot and she's always wanted to be a model. So um, she's going to stick with modeling. Um, Matt tells her he loves her and she doesn't say it back. Uh-oh. Um, Trouble he, she's in like, paradise. She's like, you know I'm just not ready yet. Also, her name is Grace. Um, her mom, I guess, works in the diner that they're sitting in and also tries to talk her into going to college. Of course, the, Grace is like, you just don't believe in me. And she runs away. So she goes home and checks her email where she has another job rejection and an email about a site called Model Matchup. No experience necessary. She says out loud that this is too good to be true. So it probably is. But she sends her portfolio anyway. Great. I hate it the already. Next morning, she gets a call from a photographer who wants to meet her. He asks her to head down to Miami because he sees something special in her photos. She asks him to send some of his work and he agrees. And then he says his assistant will arrange the details. He sends her his website, which seems legit. And so she packs a bag and heads to Miami. She leaves. Is, I'm sorry. Does he say his name is like Richard Getty? And then he just, it's a whole bunch of Getty image links on his website. No. Mm-mm. It does look like, look like he has a website that is like stolen Google images of celebrities. Um, she leaves a note for her mom and sends her boyfriend a text and i was like damn that's cold (laughs) dear mom leaving the country don't worry about me love grace leaving the she's going to miami yeah that's a whole nother country have you ever been to miami it's terrifying welcome to miami Bienvenido a Miami. See, I almost did that part for you, but I knew you'd do it better than me, so I just left it. <laughs> um, okay. Um, what happened? She left a text. Yes. Mom wakes up and finds the note and is like, the fuck? But, she, but Grace doesn't answer. She meets a girl named Nicole who picks her up from the train station. She asks where the studio is, and Nicole's like, oh, it's about an hour away, and the model apartment is back in the city. I'll show you that later. So they go literally to the middle of nowhere to a super fancy-looking mansion, just, like, in the middle of nowhere. Um, I've seen horror films before. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, The photographer, Hunter... Scares the shit out of her while she tries to check her phone and then offers to show her around. 
He starts taking photos of her and calls her unnatural. He yells at Nicole for having a peanut butter sandwich because he's allergic. Remember okay, that. keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Um... Damn it. Later, he makes dinner and they have wine. They run out of wine, so Hunter sends Nicole to go get more, leaving Grace alone with him. He talks about modeling and empowerment, blah, blah, blah. And they have a toast to her superstardom. Then they have dinner and he tells modeling stories. Nicole still hasn't come back. And so Grace is like, uh, where's Nicole? She's supposed to take me back to the apartment. Hunter says that she texted earlier and said she wasn't feeling well. But he all, absolutely has a guest house in the back that the models use all the time. Every day. He takes her to the house and into a bedroom with bird cages and a red backlit TV. And I'm already freaked out. I was like, nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hard pass. Are they empty bird cages? Because that's even worse. Yeah, they're empty. Um, she asks him to check for like an Uber, but he says there aren't any. So she's like, I guess I'll stay for just one night. He's like, okay, don't forget to lock the door. And he leaves. So she's looking around the room and she remembers she forgot her bag. She tries to open the door, but it's locked. She bangs on the door and then bangs on the window to get Hunter's attention, but he ignores her. She tries to call 911, but it's Hunter who answers and says, quote, get comfortable. You're going to be here a while. Uh, nah exactly what i wrote (laughs) her boyfriend goes to her mom's house and they start going through grace's stuff to see where she might have gone grace finally falls asleep in the bed and the next morning hunter brings her breakfast which would be sweet if it weren't for the whole kidnapping thing right she says she wants to go home and he says this is her home now he tells her she's going to have her own show called lonely college girl so but there won't be the people who wrote this movie also couldn't come up with a better show title. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, it's interesting because it just reminds me of Lonely Boy from Gossip Girl. Yeah. Um. He says there will be no nudity at first. Um, every man needs to just check himself. How about you don't be obsessed with naked women? Let's just like start there. He tells her she's going to be almost like a girlfriend to the people that log on to watch her. She'll have a new theme every day. Ick. Yeah, I'm I'm busy that day, sir. He says all of his girls have stayed there before and now they're all doing great in Europe, you know, doing modeling, super famous, etc. He says she says she'd rather die. And he so he pulls up a live stream of her mother and I guess like subtly threatens to kill her so subtly that he doesn't even like say it. (laughs) He's just like, here's a live stream of your mom. And she's like, don't hurt my mom. And he's like, here's your mom. <laughs> knowing, knowing the petty asshole I am, I'd be like, my favorite show. Thanks. Like my <laughs> sense of self-preservation is very low. Um, 
Then he takes all her passwords and stuff and tells her to get dressed because they go live in 15 minutes. So she goes into the closet where there are tons of outfits. Hunter sits in his lair of evilness, I guess. He talks through the camera and tells her to put on the cheerleading uniform, which is not a cheerleading uniform, but that's beside the point. It's a dance line uniform. (laughs) (laughs) It actually looks like a tennis skirt from Lululemon and a football jersey, but that's none of my business. Um, Uh, Then he starts uploading photos of her to Instagram. Her mom texts um, Ben and Hunter texts back and says that she's fine. Mom sees the photo and calls boyfriend Matt, who texts her and tells her he loves her and her photos look beautiful. Hunter makes a mistake-ish and texts him back that she loves him, too. Ooh. Okay, Lifetime getting some writing chops under you. That was secret Mm -hmm. foreshadowing. Yeah. um, They're going to beat it to death later. Don't worry. Oh, good. Um. Nicole is back and asks Hunter if he wants to hang out later. He says he has high hopes for Grace, so they go live and he makes her dance. Too bad she looks fucking terrified and definitely like she's being held hostage. He makes her turn around and take off her shirt. That's just the kind of dance she was doing. It's like TikTok dancing, but with a little more fear in your eyes. Sure. Um, No... They do this a little more, and Grace rushes to the camera and starts screaming to call the police because she's being held against her will. Um, Hunter cuts the feed and then goes into her room and tells her that there are rules, and she can't let them she can't let them know that she's in distress and she has to act like she's having a good time, etc. He says the videos are completely untraceable because he scrambles the IP and then they talk about technology and I was like, whatever, I'm sleeping. Um, He throws around words like metadata that mean absolutely nothing. He's like, I bounced the IP off of blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh. Oh, okay. Cool. Great, I guess. Um, What he just described was a VPN. Sure. Um, I lost my place. I lost my place. Uh, Later, Grace tries to break the window when Hunter comes in with bourbon because she's the most watched debut he's ever had. He offers her bourbon and she says no and then throws one of the glasses at his head. But she misses. He tells her it's a $200 bottle, but it's clearly a bottle of Jack Daniels. So (laughs) you got way overcharged, buddy. Yeah. Anyways, he shows her pictures of a dead body and tells tells her he'll kill her if she tries to escape. And then tells her not to try to break the windows because they're bomb-proof. I was like, whose job is it to vet someone who's trying to buy bomb-proof glass? Like, I feel like they're falling down on their duties at work. Well, you know, when you can buy a gun at Walmart. <sighs> so the next day they go live again. Hunter and Nicole sit in the lair and watch her. There's a whole montage of of Grace dancing in sexy clothes, etc. while Hunter watches. But all she does is like sway her hips, so I don't really see the draw, but whatever. Um, Nicole is getting really jealous of Hunter paying so much attention to Grace, which is interesting. Um, Then we cut, then we just cut to mom saying, Matt, I'm coming to Miami. 
Okay. And I was like, oh, okay. That came out of nowhere. Coming <laughs> to Miami implies that he's already there. Yeah, he lives there. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. He's going to school there. Um. So one day, Nicole goes to the guest house and lets herself into the bedroom. She tells Grace to stop coming on to Hunter because he's hers. I was like, uh, congrats. He's a slime ball. I, right. Okay. So they get into a fight and Grace tries to run away and get the fuck out of that house. But Hunter comes in and breaks the, it up. He tells Grace Nicole is weak and not to listen to her. Grace thanks him for saving her and says she thought Nicole was really going to kill her. And then she kisses him on the neck. Because she's like, if I seduce this guy. Right. Mm-hmm. He tells her she's smart and makes her promise to never leave him alone. So mom and Matt go to Miami to the police station and try to file a report. This police station, by the way, is a portable building like you have at school. Great. A temporary building. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, those shitty things are called temporary buildings. They're called temporary but, like, schools are conducting classes in there for 30 years at a time. I don't know how temporary temporary is at this point. We just always called them portables. Um, so they're in the police station, and they insist that Grace wouldn't do something like this. And the cop is like, well, maybe she doesn't want to be found. And I just, I'm sorry. I know that's the case, like, Point oh oh one percent of the time, but since that's the exception and not the rule, can we not make that as an excuse anymore? Maybe she's a runaway. Yeah. The cop says it seems like Grace is alive and well, so he can't do anything. So Matt has to escort a crying mom out of the police station. They go outside, and Mom's like, "Fuck that guy! If he's not going to find Grace, then I am." Meanwhile, over in hell, Hunter has set up a nice date for him and Grace. He bought her a present because it's her birthday. Great. It's a satin nighty. Nope, it's not. He tells her to put it on while he pours champagne. She tells him that she loves it. But uh uh-oh, Nicole is watching from the dark layer of weirdness, and she's not happy. Dark layer of weirdness. That's my home. (laughs) The next morning, Grace wakes up and Hunter is staring at her, which is not creepy at all. She tells he he tells her that no, she tells him she wants them to be a team in every way. She says maybe she can paint a portrait or paint her body like for a show. And then maybe she could like go with him to the art store to get supplies like a like a real date. Oh. He says he's not super into that, so just make a list and he'll go get it. So she makes a list and he sends Nicole to go get everything. (laughs) (laughs) While Hunter is going to take Grace on a real date to get a whole new wardrobe. So they go out. He has a gun for a, quote, insurance policy, which is not like any other insurance policy I've ever seen, but that's none of my business. Right. Like, I was about to say, you know more than anyone I know about insurance, and, like, just didn't know if that was something you'd encountered. Mm, No. Um, He says they'll make a whole day of it, so they go into a store. 
Hunter picks out a bunch of clothes for her to try on. And listen, this store clerk knows what the fuck is up already. Because she's, like, watching them. Good. Um, Grace goes into the dressing room. And the clothes lady is like, oh, is everything going okay in there? But Grace, like, sticks a bra out the thing and is like, can I get this in a smaller size? She pricks herself with a safety pin and starts to write help on the mirror. But Hunter takes the smaller bra from the sales girl and takes it to Grace and catches her. Yeah, I don't like that. So they leave. And as they're leaving, like, and Grace tries everything short of, like, screaming for help because the guy has a gun, right? Right. She steals something, like, off the table and leaves with it to try to get stopped for stealing. And the girl, like, chases after them. But Hunter, like, cuts her off and is like, go back inside. And so she just does. Listen, she makes minimum wage. She's not chasing down the lost merchandise. I know. But, but like, call the police or something. Her blood's still on the freaking mirror. I don't know. <sighs> he takes, Hunter takes Grace back to the guest house and tells her that she's going to pay. So they go alive and Nicole walks in with a whip and starts like whipping her on TV or whatever. Like, can you fucking not like some people are into that, but like probably ask first. I mean, look, there's a difference between being into that and having it like forced upon you. Right. Um, as it turns out, Matt's roommate subscribes to the feed. And so uh-uh. <laughs> he comes in and he's like, what did you say happened to your girlfriend again? Um, he shows it to Matt and he's like, uh, I think she's doing porn. And Matt's like, Grace would never do this. So he texts Ma or he texts Grace and says he's going to save her. And since Hunter has Grace's phone, he sees it. He makes Grace call Matt and tell him to back off. So she breaks up with him. But before she hangs up, she says, I I love love you. you. Which if you'll remember, she didn't say before. So Hunter's like, she's in danger. She thinks she loves me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um. he Hunter tells her that Matt's beginning to be a huge problem, so he's going to have to take care of it. Matt calls Grace's mom and tells her about the porn, um, but they can't find the host of the website. But Matt's computer, Matt's friend is a computer genius and pervy roommate, <laughs> so he was able to crack Grace's computer and find the model matchup website. So Nicole, by the way, oh, after the live thing. Uh huh. When Nicole's leaving, Grace is like, Nicole, he killed somebody. I know. He showed me pictures. Okay. So, meanwhile, Nicole goes in her, like, not quite dominatrix outfit. I guess it works for a cam situation. I don't know. Anyway, she breaks into Hunter's computers and fi- computer and finds the dead lady pictures. Um, Hunter goes and tells Great that Matt won't be available for them to have calls anymore. And I'm like, uh, I don't think he did anything to Matt. Right. <laughs> um, 
Grace says that Matt's her past and Hunter is her future. Nicole is watching them again. So Hunter and Nicole have a chat outside and she tells him that she saw the pictures and this is not what she signed up for. So she's done. He tells her that she's a killer too. Don't know why. And they never get there. Oh, good. I was about to ask. It's never explained. No. So if she tells anyone, she'll end up just like uh, the dead people. I'm so, I'm so confused at this point. Like, um, So Bob goes back to the police station and the cop tells her that this all seems legit because he totally went to cop training and that's what his instincts say. Oh, good. Uh, Matt shows up to the police station, so he's fine, I guess. Um, maybe what the guy meant was he just um, canceled his cell phone for a while he called T-Mobile and was like my name's Matt and I need you to cancel my phone and T-Mobile was like okay (laughs) Um, so mom tells the cop like we're gonna go find her um Meanwhile, back in the guest house, Grace is trying to unscrew the smoke detector so she can steal the batteries, I guess. Well, why not? Hunter comes in and says they go live in 10 minutes and this better be good. So they go live and Grace starts taking off her clothes and painting herself. She starts crying while she paints. And I'm like, is nobody really watching this? Like, I'm so confused. To be fair, I cry a lot while I paint. Okay, but you're not painting your body on a cam girl website. Do I need to try that? Would it be? Do you like this? No. <laughs> so I forgot for just a minute that other people listen to this. This isn't just me and you talking. So I have no idea that I just pulled my shirt down and draw my collarbone with a marker. <laughs> happening okay (laughs) um so later hunter climbs in bed with nicole for the evening and grace gets to work setting up so she's like mixing all these chemicals together and she's like come on chemistry don't fail me now (laughs) um sure enough the okay but how many times did you say that in high school (laughs) come on chemistry don't fail me now (laughs) Oh, no. My um, chemistry, I almost failed chemistry. Every week I was like, don't fail me now. Don't fail me now. So I liked chemistry. So um, so the smoke alarm goes off and Hunter runs after her. Grace is waiting for him and stabs him right in the eye with a stiletto. Uh, I still wasn't prepared and I asked you in advance. No. In the eyeball. She runs and steals a peanut butter granola bar from Nicole's bag. And I don't know why she didn't just use it right then. But <laughs> Hunter drives her back to the guest house, but the police show up. The cop is hot. Um, Angry or beautiful? Huh? Angry or gorgeous? Which hot? Gorgeous. Okay. Hunter gets a gun before answering the door because, of course, he does. The cop asks what happened and what happened to Hunter's eye, which is now covered with a giant gauze pad because 
That's all you need to do when someone gouges your eye out with a shoe. <laughs> you just cover it and move on with well, your life. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, Hunter's showing him around, but then they all start acting suspicious so he says he wants to see the guest house where the fire started so the cop goes outside to look around he doesn't see grace like screaming and banging on the bomb proof windows um he asked to see inside the guest house since that was the where the fire was but as hunter is opening and getting ready to shoot the cop he gets another call so he has to rush out Great. So Grace is still kidnapped. Um, Great. Thankfully, Matt and pervy roommate have a new lead. A new model listing, just like the one Grace responded to, has popped up on the website. Just in time, too, because Hunter and his new iPad are digging a hole in the woods. And I just want to confirm, isn't Miami mostly marshland? I don't know that answer because it scares me. But that sounds accurate. Florida is a lot of marsh. Like, how are you digging a fucking hole? The ocean's, like, right there. Whatever. Um, Hunter sees the new submission for the model, and I guess he hasn't seen Catfish, nor does he know how to reverse Google image search. So he's like, come to Miami, and tells Nicole to go pick up the girl. So I know what you meant by that was people who watch um, Catfish would have the skill set to understand. But what I imagined when you said that was that they sent nev's picture to him as the next interested model (laughs) (laughs) no um so nicole goes to the train station and matt is waiting outside and sees her nicole calls hunter and is like the girl's not here she didn't come um and then leaves but mala wow (laughs) meanwhile (laughs) matt follows her from the train station entirely too closely. (laughs) You're not conspicuous at all. Um, He calls mom and is like, I promise to bring Grace back and then hangs up. So Hunter's all mad and been out of shape because the girl didn't come. So he goes to yell at Grace about it and tells her he's already dug her grave and now he's going to film himself killing her. Um, Of course, he's like, she's like, no. I would love that since this is lifetime, I would love that the camera panned over and he'd left the stream running. Like this is how I see lifetime playing this out. Mm. Nope. So Matt's outside of Hunter's house because he followed this bitch all the way to his house and she didn't notice. Maybe she did. Maybe she's just tired of it. No, He hops the fence and starts poking around. Nicole goes inside and Hunter's like, I'm going to kill her online. Brills. (laughs) Oh, so he didn't even need to leave it running. He's just an idiot. No. And Nicole's like, dude, no. (laughs) Matt is trying to break into the guest house, but Hunter sneaks up behind him and hits him with a shovel. He takes him inside and ties him up to a chair and brings Grace in to see He tells Grace that she's going to do a private show for Matt, so to go put on something cute. Uh, nah. 
So she goes into the closet and pulls out the bar of peanut butter or whatever and starts to eat it. Then she goes out of the bedroom and kisses Hunter on the mouth. He immediately starts to choke, which, to be perfectly honest, I thought the nut allergy thing was fake. <laughs> because it's so random. Right. Um, uh, uh, so Grace unties Matt and they run away. Hunter runs into the house for his EpiPen, but Nicole, who actually has had enough of this shit, puts it down the garbage disposal. Yes. Um, Hunter grabs a knife, though, and they struggle. He stabs Nicole. Um, I don't no, know I if she dies, I but she, he stabs her. Um, Matt, as they're running out of the house, Grace and Matt, Matt's like, I lost my keys. And Grace is like, okay, I'll go get, I'll go get Hunter's keys. And I'm like, you're going to go back into that fucking house? Are you insane? Right. She runs back to find Hunter laying on the porch with the knife. She grabs the knife and throws it to the side and says, quote, that's a wrap. Wow. <laughs> One year later, Grace and her mom are on the beach looking at a magazine together where Grace is on the cover. Mom is finally also going back to school to be a lawyer. Grace is going to school. Matt's going to school and has all of this, all of his abs and his whole head back intact. Oh, good. Um, uh, Grace tells Matt that she loves him. They kiss. And that is Trapped Model. And that just sets up perfectly the sequel, Trapped Model 2, Trapped in Student Loan Debt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, so this was very loosely inspired by True Events. Okay. Um, but in fact, several blogs had to make conjectures to get to what the true case was. Mm-hmm. And it finally took like seven people working together to um, figure it out. Um, so I got most of my information it's from... It's not that douche photographer from the 70s, right? No, it's not. Thank God. I don't know if I can hear that story right now. When did this movie come out? 2016, 2017. Okay. Because um, this, okay. this case that everyone agreed upon is from 2017. So it's a very recent case. Okay. Good. Um, I mean, not good, but like I can't, that, oh, yeah, that guy. No, I know what you're saying. Uh, that story is horrible. Um, it doesn't say. Oh, it's okay. I'm probably going to guess. Oh, 2019. Sorry. Okay. I had it wrong. That's what I thought it was, but I just wanted to double check. So anyway, okay. um, bulk of my information came from Wikipedia. 2019. Yes. We thought everything was terrible and then... We were wrong. We were younger <laughs> and wiser then than we are now. We've regressed. We'd never heard of coronavirus. Those were the days. We were. 
Um, anyway, so I got the bulk of my information from Wikipedia, Vice. I even went like to the AP Wire and got lots of information. Mm-hmm. Um, the Guardian, The Sun, both of those are UK publications, and Romper.com. Mm-hmm. So, in 2017, um, Chloe Ayling, a- who was 20 at the time, was working in London for Phil Green's supermodel agency, Yes, his agency was in fact called Supermodel Agency. Great. Right. Um, So she was from London. She hadn't ever ventured very far. Um, And so her, or the, the, her agent, um, Phil Green, was a lawyer and a part-time DJ. And that's just kind of the combination that I want in also my agent from Supermodel Agency. It, this whole thing just so sounds completely he's a, legit. He's a talent agent, lawyer, and what was his other occupation? Part-time DJ. <laughs> yep. Yep. You know. So, like, when you need to have your kids bar mitzvah, you just, you hire, hire the same guy to um, write your kid's will because he's come of age and bring the bikini models and play the bump and playlist. It's a one-stop shop. <laughs> what the So, he had, and as we'll learn, Phil Green is also a fucking idiot. Um, so he had previously kind of glad about that, right? He previously brokered a failed photo shoot in Paris for Chloe, um, which was later revealed to have been a scheme. I'm sorry. What is your problem? <laughs> you are bad today. That girl. Um, sorry. no, you're fine. So. Someone doesn't know how to respect my recording space. It happens. This is or my any space This is my that. dance space. <laughs> I give up. Um so anyway, he had brokered this deal for her to go to Paris and then it didn't actually work out. Um and I'll get into that later. Um but so then he was contacted in July of 2017. So that was March of 2017 that she was supposed to go to Paris. Didn't work out. So in July of 2017, um, while she was actually on a photo shoot in Dubai, um, Phil Green was contacted again by the same people who had tried to take in, like try to get her to Paris, requesting another attempt at the photo shoot, this time in Milan on July 12th. And this is, I'm sorry, what, who is this girl? Her name is Chloe Ailing. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, I missed that in all the... It's okay. Um, all the blue. She is a... Pa- or was known as a page three model in uh, the UK, which is... Um, uh, I don't remember which um, publication the page three models are in, but they're famously mm-hmm. photographed topless or, or mostly topless. Um, but many, like, big models have started their career as page three models. Um, you so, are going to burn your nose on that light bulb, you dummy, dumb, dumb. She's talking to the cat, not me. I don't touch light bulbs with my nose on Mondays, on Sundays, I mean. That's a okay, Tuesday okay. adventure. Oh, I'm um, sorry. Uh, did you just break the fourth wall and tell people when we're recording? 
No. You just got on to me about. I would never the... do that. Mm-hmm. Ever. Um, yeah. Like I also didn't know what day it was. I had to correct myself. So it literally could be any day at this point. Um, so anyway, when Chloe did not return to the UK that night, like at the end of her shooting, not shooting, at the end of her photo shoot, <laughs> her mother contacted Phil Green the next morning. I mean, it's, it's Milan, though, so would she come back the same night? Yeah, I mean, from the UK to Milan's a short flight. It's just a few hours. Well, they're not going to let her stay in a freaking hotel in Milan and go out? I don't know if it was Dude. supposed to be the same night that she was supposed to return, but whatever the case was, when she didn't return the night she was supposed to, it was a cause for concern. Gotcha. Um, so the next morning, Phil Green receives a ransom email, um, which had been written by uh, a man who just called himself MD and he demanded 300,000 euros or he said that um, Chloe would be auctioned off as a sex slave on the dark web on 16th July on the 16th of July. So I'm really hoping that he wrote on the dark web. Like I want the email to say the words on the dark web. Dark web. (laughs) Um, So it's important for the story. Right. So Phil Green contacts the UK consulate in Milan and asks for support. Um, and the Italian police visit the address that Phil Green was given, which turned out surprisingly not to be a photo studio at all. Mm-hmm. Inside, instead, they found some of Ailing's clothes, and in the absence of other evidence or emails, the investigation just stalled. Like, they were like, well. She's not here. And it's like, Great. got back in their cars and left. Um, Great. So after six days. Great. Right. It's great. It's great. So after six days of her being held, like of being, her being missing on Monday, July 17th, Ailing and a man turn up um, together at uh, the Milan consulate and suspicion quickly falls on the couple because, um, CCTV footage emerges of them together in public. So Lucas Herba, Herba, yeah, Herba, um, who was 30, had actually lured Chloe from South London to Italy um, with the promise of this photo shoot. And then when she arrived, the court, the court found, because he has been found guilty, um, that he injected her with horse tranquilizer ketamine in the neck. That's fun. Uh, yep. So like, welcome to your shoot. <laughs> Sounded just like that in case you're wondering. I mean, I've heard that's what ketamine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Herba, who was aided by his brother, Michael stuffed her into a suitcase and drove her 120 miles to a remote cottage where she was held for six days. No. Um, and Italian police eventually reject that. Right. Italian police eventually, uh, release that these brothers are part of a group called black death which tries to sell women on the dark web as sex slaves. Tries to? Tries to, yes. And we'll talk about how they try to in a minute. Um, 
The kidnappers told Ailing that she would be auctioned online since she wasn't able to come up with the ransom that they demanded. Um, mm-hmm. However, the mommy of one of, of the boys said that she never tried to escape. Um, in fact, because... The mommy. Uh-huh. Great. Um, that she was pictured going shoe shopping with Herba because she believed... And then um, Chloe admitted that of course she didn't try to escape because she was told that um, the members of Black Death were watching her in public, and if she tried to run, they were they outnumbered her. You know. Um, right. So Chloe said in an interview that she only had one strategy through these six days um, to make. Bye-bye. Yeah, basically. So she intended to make the brothers feel sorry for her. So Lucas Herba the older one. I mean, Luke, I think he was the younger one. Lucas Herba, the younger one. Also, his name is spelled L-U-K-A-S-Z. So, he's Polish, but I feel like that's extra for even Poland. That's fucking annoying. Uh, Anyway, um, she wanted him to feel sorry for her um, and to believe that she was worth saving. So, over a a few days, it was apparent that his feelings were, like, becoming more tender towards her. And, Mm -hmm. um, he asked her regularly if they might become a couple one day. And so she said, quote, I'd say in the future when I'm released, then he'd get excited about the thought of it. And him being in a happy mood was better for me because then there's more of a chance of him releasing me. Um, mm-hmm. And so the interviewer said, so you made him believe that y'all might, that, you know, you two might have a future together. And she said, yes, obviously I had no interest, but I had to play as if I did. It was the only thing I had to focus on to get out. And then the interviewer was like, so are you a good actor? And she just like flat out laughed like in his face. And she's like, no, I hated drama at school. I'm too shy for that. Like, Oh, um, so also like, can we stop giving her the third degree and maybe go after the people that kidnapped her? Right. I don't know. This was an interview with um, the son or the guardian. I don't remember which one this came from oh, after the okay. fact. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I thought this was like a police interview and I was like, dude, you need to calm the fuck down over there. Yeah. Police no. man. Well, so then she revealed that things became even stranger because while she was kidnapped, um, Herba had told Chloe that she had already met him a few months earlier. So in April of 2017, late March, early April, he had called, um, he used an alias, Andre Lazio, and he'd called Phil Green to set up this photo shoot in Paris that I mentioned earlier. Right. The agency paid, um, 2000 pounds up front, but then the shoot was called off when Andre called to say that his equipment had been stolen. Um, so she had actually met Herba when he turned up to apologize and give her money for the taxi to the airport. Um, and so they'd actually met in person. Um, and she says she'd never recognized him as Andre because he'd been wearing sunglasses. Um, but while okay. she was held captive in, in, sorry, so that was the first time he told her that like we've already met. Mm-hmm. But then he told her, 
Sorry. No, I'm sorry. My notes are typed confusingly and I couldn't figure out what I'd said. So that was the first time they met. This time in Italy okay. was a very different story. He said he'd been ordered to kidnap her in Paris by the Black Death, but he refused when he discovered that she was a mother. And then in court, he said that he had indeed planned to kidnap her, but panicked when the terrorist attack on Paris um, left everything flooded with police. And so um, he set up the second uh, kidnapping attempt that was unfortunately successful um, mm-hmm. because the first one failed because there was a terrorist attack or because his equipment was stolen or because she was a mother. We're not sure. The possibilities are endless. Right. Maybe because he's allergic to peanuts. We don't know. Maybe. Um, so he kept her at this farmhouse in Milan or um, at this farmhouse uh, 120 miles from Milan. Um, and he'd asked her who might pay a ransom for her. And she listed, um, she listed three people. So he emailed her agent who was not one of the three men that she listed, which is even funnier, she's like, well, I think these three guys could probably come up with $300,000 uh, euros for me. And so they're like, mm-hmm. we're going to go with your agent who struggled getting the $2,000 down payment to get you here at the shoot. Like, let's just start there. Right. Um, totally. Also, I mean, I just want to point out that those euros are useless now. Right. No, not euros. Well, because of Brexit. Right. But that's... Because they've gone back to using the pound. Right. Actually, they are. Well, they always, they, they always had the pound. Huh. Yeah. Never so mind. don't listen to me. So eventually, um, Phil Green responded that one of his friends, um, who was one of the guy, three guys on the list, offered to pay twenty thousand pounds for her release, but it wasn't enough. Enough, and Herba was determined not. Um, but by this point, Herba was determined to let her go anyway. Um. Ailing says she doesn't know why, but um, she thinks that maybe he just believed they had a future together because she, you know, let him believe it and let him on that way. Um, mm-hmm. So in court, he kept this story up. He told her that once she was released. I didn't mean to type mm-hmm. in court there. Y'all, I'm a hot mess today. Um, Welcome to the club. Right. So at some point he told her that once she was released, she would have to send him 50,000 euros in Bitcoin and help publicize Black Death as a leading terror organization. He said, because you're from the UK and we don't have an audience in the UK, I need you to promote Black Death. This is one of the conditions of me being able to leave the organization. And I was like, yes, of course. Um. So he's like, I'm going to let you go, but you have to be my hype woman. Right, exactly. How do you hype up something that operates on the dark web? Oh. And it's supposed to operate, like, undercover. Right, exactly. That's a good question. I'm really confused. So, um, once she agreed to these conditions to agree to promote the, you know, the Black Death and to love him forever and whatever else that he decided she needed to do, um, He drove her to the consulate. She's in... like, yeah, totally. Right. So totally. He, he drove her to the consulate in Milan. Um, and the initial plan was that he was going to drop her off just a little bit away and make his escape. But um, it was a couple of hours until the, it opened. So he decided they should have breakfast together. 
And witnesses later reported that they were laughing and joking in the cafe that they went to. Um, and that they just looked like old friends. And then eventually he decided that instead of just dropping her, you know, like a block away, he was going to walk into the consulate with her hand in hand. So now that's a choice. He told Chloe to say that she was, or that he was her only friend in Italy. And that after escaping her kidnapper, she borrowed a stranger's cell phone and asked him to come to her rescue. And then like, he really assumed that after she'd been reported missing and like Interpol was in on this, that they were just going to let him walk out. Like, hmm. right. Because she said, that's my buddy, you know, they're like, I mean, she's not a lost dog. Right. She's a kidnapped human being. Right. And so, um, in fact, when she was being questioned, the police, the police asked several times, like, is he really your friend? And she just like, she really did try to sell the lie several times. Yes. He's just my friend, you know, and I'm sure she was terrified. Um, yeah, but eventually the police were like, okay, then what's his phone number? And she said, and I don't know it. Yep. Um, and then, um, so she eventually said, I need to get everything off my chest, but I'm scared. Um, so then the police asked her like where she got the new clothes that she was wearing. And she claimed mm-hmm. that Herba had given them to her at the farmhouse because she'd mm-hmm. been stripped of everything except her underwear when she was abducted. Um, so this was true of the, like the tracksuit she was wearing that that had been given to her at the farmhouse, but not the shoes that she was wearing. Because as I mentioned earlier, Herba had taken her shoe shopping four days after she was kidnapped. And, um, she just said that all the clothes she was given, um, were given to her at the farmhouse. And so the interviewer, this is, I think for the guardian said, well, why didn't you tell the police? And she said, it was the end of the interview. I'd been speaking for 12 hours and I just wanted to leave. I thought that would be another whole load of questions and it would drag on for so much longer. So I just didn't mention it, which is one of the red flags that the press picked up on. And we'll talk about that too. Right. Okay. So that's when police were like, well, I mean, but what about those shoes? And she was like, I got them at the farmhouse. And they're like, no, 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 the shoes that you're wearing. And she was like, yeah, the farmhouse. They're like, no, no, the shoes that you were seeing on CCTV buying with him. What about those shoes? The ones that you're wearing. Um, and so they said that they had footage of them walking like shoe shopping and holding hands. Um, they'd been looking for her and, um, so they, you know, like this came out and, um, she said it was so bad. I was shocked. I just spent 12 hours giving as much detail as I can. And there's one thing that I don't mention. I broke down. Um, and she said, no, I just thought I'd given enough information, even though, I- <coughs> sorry, <coughs> even though I'm in so much danger, by the end of the day, you're not going to believe me. I was angry and frustrated for not mentioning something so minor. Again, nobody saw that as a minor incident that like he had her out in public and, um, and of course, right. like it makes sense when you have read as many kidnapping stories as we have that, um, there, I mean, there are so many options to this, but one being that she's terrified and have been told that she was surrounded by members of the black death. Another being mm-hmm. that, um, Stockholm syndrome is a very real thing. 
Um, yeah. And both of those are legitimate concerns in this situation. Um, so when Herba had was arrested, finally, um, she admitted that she felt confused because at the time she believed he had rescued her from the black death. So part of it was that, um, he was trying to escape. And so he was escaping with her and they were supposed to be Mm -hmm. each other's escape is what she thought is what he'd led her to believe. Um, she said, I, I was grateful to him. I felt sympathetic to the fact that he was in jail and that the Romanians were still out there and the Romanians were allegedly tracking him down because he was part of black death. So he was trying to get you right. So, um, she said for a while she felt completely terrified without him. She said, I relied on this man totally, even to the point where when he wanted to drop me 20 minutes from the consulate, I couldn't bear to think about being separated from him because I thought other members of Black Death would get me in the time it took me to walk there. Right. Um. So it wasn't until Herba's pretrial hearing in August that she discovered that there was no Black Death and if there were, that at least he was not part of it. Um, he had bought black ski masks and, um, cause so she would see men in black ski masks pop out while she was like held captive. And it was just him and his brother and like different windows and shit. Like, like the world's worst haunted house. <laughs> that face is the same one I made. Yeah. <laughs> don't like it um there were photographs that were found uh on his phone of her drugged and like passed out um there was evidence that his brother appeared to be his collaborator um (coughs) she was cross-examined during the hearing and her lawyer petitioned that um she actually get to stand behind a curtain so that herba like so that she wouldn't have to see herba Mm-hmm. Um. so while they're in court Herba claims that Chloe was in cahoots with him from the get go staging her abduction with him in a desperate bid for money and fame he said he fell in love with the model and wanted to help her become famous and of course she denies these accusations Um, and in fact a lot of people believed that she was in cahoots with her abductors you know, reporters started to scrutinize her story. If she was telling the truth, they asked why had she been caught on CCTV footage in this Italian vid- village holding his hand? Um, why right. did she agree to, um, oh yeah, this was, this article said, why did she agree to share his bed? Like, bitch, don't even go there. She's been fucking kidnapped. Uh, yeah. For real, yeah. Um, why did she go? Also, sh- can I just tell you how much I love the word cahoots? Uh-huh. Um, why, why did she go shoe shopping with him, but not mention that, that to the police? And like I told you that they held on to that. Um, so before long, these questions became accusations and, um, but also the police clearly know about this. Why didn't they ask her? Right. So, um, you're Lu- the police, not her. Right. <sighs> Lucas claims in court that they dreamed up the project together. Um, and that the plan was based off the plot of a movie that came out in 2017 called By Any Means, in which a minor celebrity is kidnapped 
um, like arranges her kidnap so that she will be made famous. Um, and that he was in love with her, as I said. Um, great that. So then the press continues to Wait. ask um, if Chloe was really ups- like had been really kidnapped, then why wasn't she crying every time she spoke of the incident? If you were really raped, your body would have rejected the sperm. Uh-huh. Why don't women report more? You know, I, I just can't tell you. I the whole world seems to make it easy for for women in general yeah. for anything. Super simple. Yep. Um, everything. Thanks. So he was sentenced to 16 years and 9 months in jail. In fact, this article said in the slammer. And I just laugh. I like it. Um the Herba's lawyers maintain even through their closing arguments that the kidnapping was a publicity stunt citing an email from a film producer who said that Chloe's story matches the plot of that movie. Like that's your witness statement is a film producer said it sounds like a movie I saw. He's like, can I sue her for copyright infringement? I just want to know. Asking for a friend. <laughs> um, so shortly into the investigation, Herba's brother, Michael, um, was also arrested. He denies any involvement. Um, he's alleged to have participated in the kidnapping given the presence of an accomplice. Um, Does he even deny involvement in the black ski mask in the window? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, um, based on email and DNA evidence, his hair was found. Um, in the trunk of the car that she was transported in, which honestly doesn't say a whole lot. So what you're saying is he took a DNA test and he's 100% that bitch. Oh yes. Because in (laughs) December of 2019, he was also found guilty. So this case brought attention to the black death group, which is an organization alleged to exist in Eastern Europe and operating on the dark web over these like frequently changing URLs. Um, the group. Well, thanks. Um, I'll think about that while I definitely don't go to Eastern Europe. Right. The group was investigated by Interpol in 2015. Um, they have no, they are known to have posted, uh, images of captives for sale. However, these postings are considered to be fake. So earlier, whenever um, I said they try to sell women into slavery and you asked about that, it's mostly they're trying to make money off of these fake images. Um, several images. Well, that's a whole different problem. Right. Several of these images um, are clearly screenshots from different porns. Yeah. You know who could help with that problem? Penelope from Criminal Minds. Me from Catfish. Oh, yeah. He can be like, oh, yes, this woman you're trying to buy <laughs> is not real. <laughs> um, so the Sun reported on the Black Death Group that said they'd found a posting that said, quote, all our girls are set for auctions only and are being held in Europe. If you wish, we can kidnap a specific target for your needs. And no thanks. Um, 
This is where I got real out of sorts. So I'm going to now jump to um, this Vice article. Yes. Yep. Go to www.thedarkweb.gov slash edu. And uh, you and I will be there at the same place. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, speaking of the onion. How did we not talk not about the onion? No, I know. Horror is called an onion. <laughs> no, I know. But I jumped okay. to the onion, and then that jumped me to how did we not talk about <clears throat> Orange Fulius tweeting out a link from the Babylon Bee about Twitter shutting itself down to stop bad press for Biden, and. <laughs> Like, I know everyone is like, he thought Babylon B was real. But let's look at the fact that he thought the headline that said Twitter shut itself down was legitimate as he tweeted it on Twitter. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't even know what to do anymore <laughs> with this administration and Mango Mussolini, Cinnamon Hitler, whatever you wish to call him. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. I, uh, just, you know what? Here's my suggestion. Go vote. Yes, please. Please go vote. And if you intend to vote for Trump, just remember the polls close December 1st. Yeah. Also, if you want to vote for Donald Trump, just push the button for Biden. Right. They misspelled it. It's very strange. It's fine. You just push that Biden button. You're good to go. Uh, America. <laughs> so, um, I found this Vice article that this guy said, like, about the Black Death. He found a Reddit, a subreddit that was asking about the Black Death group. I mean, to be fair, the Black Death was the last plague we had where <laughs> nearly a third of the world died. Right, right. So this is asking about the Black Death group specifically. So it's real, but it's not this. Right. Um, and he said, after ha- having landed on the site, users are met with a cornucopia of different services that they offer. This is... Um, the site read... In two th- path on the services thing. Right. And so this is, um, this in fact was before her kidnapping. This was back in, um, I think this subreddit was um, like six or seven years old. So it's fairly old um, in the grandson of the internet. Our neighbor's but, home. Oh, good. Um, so the services offered, in case you're wondering, just like if you need a one-stop shop, are... Um, Lawyer, talent agent, and DJ. No, are um, weapons, drugs, bombings, assassinations, new identities, and trafficking. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I can order a weapon, buy some drugs. Ow. Um, and ow. I have the cat assassinated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And get a new person. Yeah. All on one website. Right. It's not a real website on the dark web. Right. Dot com dot gov 
slash edu dot, <laughs> dot onion. onion. <laughs> so a feed of news updates stretches back years on this site and it's listed as black death enters deep web. Um, and we are here to stay. Well, I feel like when you're going on the deep web, you shouldn't announce <laughs> That feels counterproductive to the whole point of going on the deep web. They yeah. were, in fact, so excited about that Lady Gaga movie because they were like, we're on the deep web, watch as we dive. In. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so after this, the site changed several, changed addresses several times and, um, one of the placeholder websites says we will do it anytime we are getting too popular. So like when too many people know about their website, they just get a new web address, which is, I don't True. think how the dark web works, but what do I know? Um, I mean, I just want to point out too, if we are this much of a hot mess in our regular episodes, can you even imagine what our Patreon episodes are like? Right. <laughs> so, um, the site continues, do not contact us just to ask questions. And so this vice writer decides to pose as a customer. It's like on Craigslist where it's like, uh huh. don't contact for no reason. Right. So this, um, excuse me, this journalist decides he's going to post as a potential customer to see what he can learn about these dark web human dark traffickers and in, mm -hmm. in air quotes. Um, I mean, what you should definitely do is go on the dark web and ask the human traffickers right. about the dark web. They're totally going to tell you the truth. Who are you and how do you know about us? Who recommended us? The owners barked in their email response, he says. And at this point, I'm just direct quoting. Um, in the short time after I initially contacted bark, Black Death, though? another girl was added to the site, this time with a starting bid of $180,000. All images were high quality, complete with dramatic lighting. They also contained no identifying pieces of metadata and a reverse image search did not return any results. So I wrote to the Black Death claiming that I acted as a middleman between businesses. They didn't buy it. Nice try, Europol, re read the reply. <laughs> um... So they email back and forth over several days and he makes some like fake screenshots of the thousands of dollars of Bitcoin that he has. And so Black Death made it obvious that they didn't want anything to do with him. They wrote back, do not bother us again. Black Death has moved. Their website said like after this final email, the website Black disappeared. Death out. <laughs> um, but the email conversation keeps going and he eventually is given a list of instructions for the auction. Um, he was told he had to pay up front to view a live stream of the girls. And um, so he asked if he could have like a minute free preview to make sure that they were legit. Um, but he was denied. Um, and so through all this, he actually found some um, information from Interpol and some other um, organizations that he talks about that they've been tracing black death and that they seem like a legitimate concern mm. at some point. Um, okay. So it for sure, the website that he found was a scam site um, and they made it very difficult for him to give them any money. But, um, 
he says that unfortunately, like nobody really has enough information to conclusively prove whether they're legitimate or not. Um, and so I just found this whole, like the, the whole posing, first of all, I would never pose for creeps on the dark web as like, just to get more information because I would somehow fuck it up. Like I would accidentally turn on my webcam while I'm typing an email to them. Like (laughs) send a selfie and a meme. Dear dark web. (laughs) Yes. I hope this email finds you well. (laughs) XOXO gossip girl. (laughs) Um, so yeah, that is my crazy contribution to this story and the greater, broader, um, off missed in conversations like this, the dark web, cause you and I both know that it's truly, truly an issue we should be talking more about these days. I mean, actually, if you do a real deep dive on the dark web. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's fucking terrifying. Oh, 100%. Terrifying. And so that's why I don't do it. Um, I have been fascinated. That shit is scary. Like, even just reading the the book um, American Kingpin about Uh the Silk Road, which was, like, all the drugs and stuff. Yeah. Was Buku bananas and no. Yeah. Like if you sit down and like really think about the dark web and like what it means and all that, like it will fuck your brain up. So just don't do it like oh, me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> no. So I have always found the dark web fascinating the same way that I always have found black market fascinating. Like, first of all, how do you stumble there? Is there, is there an address to the black market? Just tell me like, well, I mean, like I always assumed when I was little, I for real thought the black market was an open air market. Like you see in Aladdin, but all the, like the drapings were black and that's how you knew where you were. And it was like Tuesdays from two to four and Thursdays from 6am to 4pm. And like, those are the only days you could buy illegal things. I mean, I didn't think it was like that, but I did think it was definitely like a a physical location. Yeah. You could go. Yeah. Like you would go to another country and, you know, there's all the regular markets in the other country. And then they're like, oh, do you want to go to the black market? Right. That's where they have the cool shit. And so that's why we're woefully sheltered. Yeah. Um. That's also why we are now experts in all things dark web and black market. I mean, it's www.darkweb.com.gov slash edu forward slash edu dot onion. Right. Also, like, don't go there because what if it actually opens an accidental portal to the dark web? Um, if that's the case, just turn on your VPN first. Yeah. Oh, if that's the case, just don't go in there. Don't. What if the dark web is just the black market's online store? 
Like it's I mean, sh- it kind of is darkweb.shopify.com slash black market. <laughs> I don't know, but you know where I kind of want to go now is White House Black Market. Right? I was just thinking that. Get some new clothes. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I'm exhausted and I've got school early tomorrow. So. I don't have school, but I have like work and stuff. And what? I had to get up and do yoga because I told myself I wouldn't. I will think of you fondly while you are doing yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, I don't know what we're watching next week. Good. We'll figure that out. It's a surprise to everybody. That's right. Um, well, it's a Halloween surprise. I know that you are going to miss and by this. Halloween surprise, I mean it's Christmas. <laughs> I know that you guys are going to miss this this week. So when you feel that longing in your heart, you can pop on over to Instagram and find us at Lifetime Sentence. And on Twitter, on Twitter, which is my favorite personal social media. That's the new website once Twitter <laughs> shut down. <laughs> on Twitter at Life's in Its Pod. You can um, see us on Facebook at facebook.com slash lifetime sentence. You can shoot us an email or 15 at lifetime sentence podcast at gmail.com. And of course, pop on over to Patreon and hear what we've got going on there. Aaron just told us a really fucked up case. Um, You're welcome. And so you can find that at patreon.com slash lifetime sentence. You sure can. Until next time. Don't forget to eat your vegetables. Charge your phone. Um, And count down to Christmas because Aaron's excited. I'm so excited. I'm going to be playing All I Want for Christmas is You on every single show for the next two and a half months. You're welcome. And then she's going to start the countdown to countdown to Christmas. So she'll start playing it again Mm -hmm. in March. So listen, I didn't do a lot of Christmas last year because I was I had the depression. But this year I'm fucking ready. Good. I'm Good. probably going to decorate at least my mantle before Countdown to Christmas starts next week. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, I will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. This has been Lifetime Sentence, where the truth really is stranger than fiction. Thanks for listening.